This is Kotecki on Tech. I am James Kotecki here with Brian Stokes, a VP of Product Management at Vonage. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so Brian, we're here to have an intelligent conversation about conversational artificial intelligence. Vonage is known for being a telephone service that goes over the internet, also known as voice over internet protocol, VoIP. Obviously, there's more to the company than that. So what is Vonage's connection to conversational AI? Sure. So, I mean, conversation at its root is communications. Uh, And Vonage, so we're a communications technology company. Uh, We've come a long way from from being the, the VoIP telephony to really being a communications platform. So when we started seeing AI emerge, you could see how it was going to impact communications. Um, first with transcription, then with simple voice bots, and then we saw Alexa and everything else. Uh, you know, it's been uh, rolling downhill as fast as it can forever. We've started working with Google around connecting our platform to their contact center machine learning. But we've also been working with IBM and Salesforce uh, to connect all of our communications in with the AI components they're building. Uh, And it it really lets us then take advantage of all the great work those companies have done and make our communications smarter. So give me some examples of what you're doing with conversational AI. How does this look to a user? Sure. And I'm going to split this into two pieces because people hear conversational AI or voice AI, uh, they immediately think bot uh, or virtual assistant, something like Alexa. And we are heavily a business communications company. So when you call in Instead of having the old school IVR where you have to press a button, you know, press one to go here, press two to go here, it it can become more of a natural discussion. And to be able to say, I want to talk to James, Hmm. uh, where I really need to talk to somebody in sales. So it's starting to replace that, that old kind of simple way to get to where you're going to be more natural. Please listen closely as our menu options have changed. I'm really sick of I feel like they just, by the way, you can tell me this, right? Do they just put that in there so that I'll listen to all the menu options and won't hit zero? Because every time they say the menu options have changed, I feel like that's just a way of manipulating me as a user to not mashing zero as quickly as I possibly can. I would, I would say yes. Um, I there knew are it. many I knew ways it. to design those. Uh, but, but yes, they want you to listen to it. They want you to, they want you to get where you're going because they, they truly believe they want to get you to the place you should be, right? Um, you want to get the sales where most people get frustrated because those are one layer over another over another that you just want to hit zero and talk to somebody. Yeah. Uh, to me, that was the first thing that I thought of when these virtual assistants or AI started coming out. How do I make it easier for the people who want to slam down zero uh, so that they can naturally just ask for who they want to talk to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's one of the areas. Uh, It's those bots. But the other half is is what people don't really think about is having AI join in the conversation. So you and I are talking right now, but if we had an AI bot 
uh, or, or an artificial intelligence join our conversation. We could have it do things like transcribe in real time. I could speak in a different language to you and you could have it transcribe or translate from one language to another. Uh, and again, that's just making communications easier. We've seen it in, in, in kind of in partnership with Google around a customer care agent who's sitting there, you're talking to me, you're telling me what your problems are and I'm trying to figure out how to help you. And AI can start to put suggestions on my screen because it's listening in just like some other person uh, is listening in on the call and trying to help me out to tell me how can I answer your problem. Do you think about designing AI systems that try to act in ways that seem human? I mean, one way of talking about conversational AI is like chatbots uh, or Siri that kind of can make jokes with you and all kinds of things. You're, you're, you're speaking about kind of more functional um, kind of business purposes for these things. So do you think about designing these things to appear human, to have personality, or is that not really a factor for the kind of work that you're doing? I think no matter what, you try to make it conversational. You try to make it feel natural. But most people know it's, it's going to be very hard to really fake somebody out with it um, for a long time. And the whole point is for it to be helpful, not a hindrance. It's like, to what extent do we even assume people assume that these are humans? Or is everybody pretty much understanding now that when I call Delta Airlines, the first voice that answers is almost certainly a recording or some version of a bot that's an automated system telling me uh, where to go. Um, maybe the difference is that in most cases that you're describing, people don't even have the expectation that they're dealing with a person, at least not anymore. Uh, I think when you're, for most people, when they're calling a business now, you start to assume, especially if they're a big brand, that the first person you're going to talk to is an AI. I don't think it's about making them be exactly human. I think it's making it so that they can have a conversation in, in the same way you might have with a human. I would say this. Do you expect, when you talk to Siri, when you talk to Alexa or any of those, it doesn't really sound human to you, does it? No. Do you, and do you think it's on purpose? Well, I've wondered about that because there's going to be a point. Let's say that the technology is the limiting factor to why it can't sound human today. Well, there's obviously going to be a point where it's going to become indistinguishable, at least in, at least the possibility will be there. So maybe there'll be a design purpose for making it sound a little bit robotic. And I think that will go away based upon the generation. Um, my son, who's six, talks to Alexa as if it was another person. He'll yell at Alexa if Alexa doesn't do what he wants it to do. They grew up with it. It's not science fiction to them. It's reality. So I don't think they will care in the younger generations whether they're talking to a bot or whether they're talking to a person. It's just going to be them communicating. I wonder how it warps people's minds, especially to grow up. And I have a son who's five and a daughter who's two. So I'm right there with you on trying to figure this stuff out for like what the heck the next generation is going to do with about or think about this technology. But I wonder, does it warp 
the mind to have kind of an always on assistant that you can always talk to and interact with and that you you can you know if you yell at that assistant should the assistant reprimand you if you are a child because we don't want to be training human beings to interact with other human beings that way and if if kids grow up without that distinction between a bot and a human just kind of a voice on the other end of the line then yeah who cares if they yell at a bot but if they treat a human that way we obviously would not want that as a society so what do you think happens uh, to the extent that you know what do you think happens psychologically there i think they will distinguish between what is an AI and what is a person. But I think their interaction, uh, how they communicate with it, will be very similar. But, but you, you, you bring up an interesting point about how are they going to, again, yell at Alexa? Is that something that you should train and tell them that no matter who you're talking to or how, you should be polite and you should you should treat someone anything like you'd want to be treated yourself. You know, I, I think that might be something I have to start telling my son about. Um, <laughs> this leads to really interesting questions around like consciousness and how we as human beings attribute consciousness and kind of will to others. Because right now and for the entirety of the existence of the human species, it's been obvious that if we see another human being, we can assume that they are uh, a conscious being like us. But as we get into, clearly voice is going to be there before kind of, you know, full-scale robotics are going to be there. But when we get into these interactions with bots that seem exactly like humans, then that line is going to blur and we're going to get into a really interesting and really weird spot with it. Yeah, that's that's when we get into that philosophical debate of, uh, you know, what is, what is consciousness? Um, Right. As we start to talk about what is a where is AI, um, I think everybody in the world, especially those of us who are science fiction lovers, um, all remember or have read many books or seen movies of AI taking over the world and revolting. Um, part of it is human nature. Um, humans are designing something. They inevitably will design them to a point where they they are like themselves, um, which means adding in those personalities and some of the best and worst traits. Um, and that gets to back to kind of your AI morality code. How do you make sure that AI that you're building, that you're training, uh, you're training in the best of it and trying to not train in the worst of it? Exactly. And that, yeah. that goes to the level of machine learning that is, is, is beyond me, and I leave to the multiple PhDs. But uh, it's almost like we're raising it's, – it's like raising children, right? And how are you going to train it? Taking it back to what you do on a day-to-day -day basis, do you feel that kind of undercurrent of responsibility to kind of get it right in these very early stages because you're setting the groundwork – for something else? Or is this kind of a philosophical conversation that you might have on a podcast once in a while, but frankly, isn't really something that, that, that matters to your day to day? So I think anybody who's working in AI has to have that, that moral compass and you have to think about how you're building it and what you're doing. AI is not smart enough at this point to 
to, to get to some of those far-flung things we've talked about, but you're always out to do the best you can with it. Um, and I'll even use, I'll take it kind of in a, in a different track for a second. When you're dealing with some of this conversational AI and you're talking about bots, um, you know, people jump into, okay, is this going to, you know, take people's jobs or do things like that? And I think the goal of AI is not, especially conversational AI, isn't about that. It's about helping people to do their jobs better or helping people, um, helping customers get their answers that much more, uh, that much faster. Um, so there's, there's a moral, let, let, let's just call it, there's that ethical dilemma that, that you apply when you're working in, in the space. The very notion of sitting around a table debating these things is fascinating. And the idea that we have to get so philosophical and kind of humanities oriented, the deeper we go into the technology is a pretty fascinating theme for me that that's come up and come up before. What amazes me about it all is how fast this is, um, this has been moving. Um, and there's times when it's moving so fast, you have to stop and pause and say, okay, are we, with what we're creating now, is this, are, are we planning to use it in the right way? Uh, you know, it, it, because AI is extremely powerful, but it's only a tool that humans use. So we have to make sure we're going to use it in the right way. Brian Stokes, a VP of Product Management at Vonage. Thanks for joining me today on Kotecki on Tech. Thank you for having me. This was a great conversation. This is Kotecki on Tech. I am James Kohecki. <laughs> Can't even say my own name. <laughs>